I'm Melissa Silber, and I'm a corporate quitter. As a CPA who worked in corporate finance for 15 years, I've seen firsthand how large corporations take advantage of their employees and customers. Now, I'm passionate about helping small businesses succeed while also exposing the unethical practices of big companies. If you're a business owner, I encourage you to join my community, where I share a lot of resources to help you with your business finances. I hold monthly calls with the community, and I'd love to have you. Now on to the episode. Today's topic is HST, which is the Harmonized Sales Tax in Canada. HST is often confused with regular income tax. When the CRA sends your business a letter saying that you need to pay your HST or file your HST, that is different from your annual tax filings. HST is a sales tax and you charge it to your customers and you also pay it to your vendors. Your income tax is what you pay once you've filed your taxes at the end of the year. You look at your total revenues, subtract your eligible expenses, and the net profit at the bottom is your taxable income, and that is what your income tax is based off of. HST is completely different. Depending on the size of your business and the arrangement you have with the CRA, your filing frequency can be annual, quarterly, or even monthly. A common misconception about HST is that it's a tax that you collect from your customers and you just pay that right to the government. And that is part of it. That's a big part of it. The other part of it is that you are able to deduct from that HST remittance any HST that you've paid to your own vendors and suppliers. You take the net of those two balances, the amount you've collected, less the amount you've paid, and that is what your HST return is in the end. Whether that be they owe you money because you've paid more HST than you've collected, or you owe them, you've collected more HST from your customers than you've paid out. You need to make sure that you are looking at both sides of that HST. Also, to remember, when you file your HST returns, you have to disclose your sales for that quarter or that period that you're reporting for. That number can be cross-referenced against your income tax filings. So you wanna make sure that your books are being done on a regular basis and those are accurate sales numbers, not misstated at all, because they will and can get cross-referenced against the later filings that you do for income tax purposes. So if you're a new business, how do you know whether you have to collect HST or not? There's the rules and then there are best practices. In my opinion, I've worked in business finance for 15 years. I've never worked for a business that does not file for HST. I know that some smaller businesses aren't yet at the income threshold in order to start paying HST or being required to file HST, but I think it's a good idea to do it once you get into business and I'll get into that. So the rule is that you must register for HST once your income for four consecutive quarters or one year, but it can spread over two years depending on how you look at it. Once you reach the revenue threshold of $30,000 Canadian, you must register for HST. So at that point, you have to sign up in your CRA account to get an HST number. You will start charging that HST to your clients and you will have to put that HST number on your invoices so your clients have that information. I think that it's best practice when you start running a business to create an HST account right off the bat for a few reasons. First reason is if you aren't registered for HST, you don't 
get to get back all of the HST that you pay on all the services and the goods that you buy to run your business. So yes, you would have to charge your clients the HST. It's money that you wouldn't otherwise have. So that money that you charge is gonna go to a different account and it's gonna stay there waiting to be paid to the CRA. And you'll get to get back all the HST that you pay to others. I think for that reason alone, being able to recover that HST that your business pays, that in itself is worth it to get registered for HST. Another factor to consider is if you're working with or trying to get business from larger corporations, a lot of them, and I speak from the experience of managing departments in these corporations, part of their accounts payable process, meaning before they pay their bills to their vendors and suppliers, one of the checks that a lot of them do is to make sure that they are HST registered. A lot of corporations won't pay a vendor that isn't registered for HST, just for their own internal control purposes. If you want to make sure that you can do business with everybody and no one's gonna turn your business away because you're not registered, I think that it is good practice to be registered for HST for that reason as well. So these are both reasons that are not related to your revenue levels. So regardless of revenue requirements to register for HST, you want to be able to get the HST back that you pay and you want to make sure that you can do business with anybody. You want to make sure that your business just has a good a chance as any other to get the business of these larger companies. So definitely I would recommend when you incorporate your business or even as a sole proprietor and you have the CRA account, I would definitely recommend starting to charge HST and doing those filings. Had a client recently, which actually inspired the idea for this podcast, who has been filing their HST, but has been doing it themselves. They didn't have a CPA or a bookkeeper who knew the process really well. And from just the online forms, it appears, okay, I just put in my sales numbers and put in the HST I collected and I give that to the government easy enough. And that is certainly going to satisfy the CRA because they're getting their money. The piece missing there is of course the input credits, which are the HST that that business owner had paid for their business over the past few years. So getting that HST back is a big amount of money and it's something that you don't want to miss out on as a business owner. So when you are fine, you want to make sure that you're looking at both sides of it, that you are not just filing with the CRA, the HST you've collected, you want to take advantage of the fact that you can reduce that amount that you owe by the HST you've paid. So I think I've nailed that point home enough times so over this podcast. So this is going to be a short little podcast on HST because it's not relevant to everybody, but I think it's important for people to understand how it works. I will include links to the CRA website on HST. So if you wanted to know the nitty gritty details of everything about HST, that will be included in that. Also remember that HST and income tax are different. You'll get notices from the CRA for both. So if you're going to be audited for your HST or audited for your income tax, they're going to be looking at different things. Likely there's going to be some of the similar things that they would both look at, but HST is only looking at the sales tax portion of your transactions and making sure that everything's complete and valid. If your HST return for one period is significantly greater, it's usually when you spent more money and you want a 
significant refund that you're not typically getting. You can expect some follow-up perhaps from the CRA asking if anything unusual happened. When you do file your HST returns, you want to make sure that anything that's out of the ordinary, any large expenditures, you have just a little explanation because you can expect that you might get a follow-up call from the CRA asking why was this one different. So that's something that was always I always put into practice of making notes on any unusual large items that you spent money on that you had to get a refund for. Just have that information available give them that information over the phone and you'll be good to go. So thanks for joining me on this short but sweet episode on HST returns and HST in Canada. Hopefully it'll help you. Talk to you next time. If you enjoy this podcast, check me out on TikTok, Melissa Silver CPA. And if you're a business owner, feel free to reach out. I'd love to learn how I can help you.